everybody welcome back to six pod your weekly sports podcast with jacob and simon um this week started a new year 2021 um lots to look forward to this year not only are we in the middle of the basketball season um star hockey season starting soon we got the world juniors going on as we speak um all the stuff we've talked about in the past but it just feels like a new fresh start right simon and i'm looking forward to whatever this year is bringing for us especially if it means we're putting 2020 behind us and you know just moving on with our lives right so how your couple of days been in the new year so far? They've been good. Um, to your point, it feels great to put 2020 behind us. Um, you know, a year ago today, we would have never thought uh, or could have predicted what was, was about to happen in a, in a year. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of hope in 2021. And uh, to all the, all the listeners, we, we hope you guys are doing well. Uh, you're staying safe and that... Uh, you guys are uh, doing okay in these uh, strange, strange times. But Jacob, we've got some sports to talk about. Uh, we've got some good and we've got some bad. Uh, let's start with the bad, I guess. And uh, yeah. I just want to just call it out as it is, Jacob. The Raptors are playing really, really bad basketball. Let me just uh, hit you guys with a couple quick stats here. Uh, they're tied for last in the NBA with one win. Every other team except the Detroit Pistons has at least two wins. Okay, Simon? Let me start with another stat here. And yes, this does have to do with Pascal Siakam. So yesterday, or two days ago, so two games ago when they were playing, the um, their, their lone win came against the... Simon, help me out here. I'm blanking on the team name. Knicks? The Knicks. They got their first game of the week, first one of the year against the Knicks. Uh, spicy poop. Pascal Siakam did not play that game. Um, comes back this game. What happens then, Simon? What we happens lose. then? We lose, lose, and and he fouls out again. And take in how many minutes he played. Can we talk about this? He fouled out in 24 minutes. Like, Simon, that's half the game. That's That's atrocious. And he shot... Four for 10, 10 points, six fouls, three turnovers, like negative 16 plus minus. On the year, our number one option, our guy who's supposed to be leading us through the storm this year, 16.5 points a game, 3.8 assists per game, 7.8 rebounds per game. So, like, the only respectable category there for like a team leader really is the rebounds per game. And it's not that good. He's shooting 28% from three, Simon. He's averaging 4.5 fouls a game. He's averaging more fouls a game than assists per game. Anyways, other than Siakam, Simon, there, there are issues. And we can't put it all on him. Although I do believe there's a heavy amount that has to be put on him. But overall, like this team, is, it feels different than it has in the past, if you know what I mean. It just doesn't feel like like when we're backed into a corner and, and like against that game, I don't know if you remember we played Dallas. Uh, yeah. We played the Mavericks last year. I think around this time or like late December, we had like a 30 point comeback in like the second half. Mm-hmm. And I could just, I cannot see, I can't see this team doing what that team did last year. Like I just, 
I don't know if it's it's a it's a care, it's a like effort, it's a skill, it's a talent thing. Like I just don't know, but there's something about this team this year that when I watch them, I just have no faith that even if they're even if they've got a lead, Simon, I have no faith that they're going to keep it. And if they're down, it's like okay, they've given up, right? So, what do you think about that? Do you think it's a lack of effort? Do you think it's a lack of talent? Do you think it's just we're missing something? Like what is it? It's what kind of you're struggling with too, is just kind of like identifying what is missing and uh, we can't. Um, I definitely think Siakam's performance or lack thereof is worrisome, right? Like he is supposed to be our leading guy. He's supposed to be our star and he's performing anything but that. And we recognize that it is a very, very short, small sample size, but this is almost like a continuation of what we saw in the bubble. And that's what worries me. Like that's, I think the biggest um, alarm bell that's going off right now is that if Siakam had an unreal playoff last year and he just started the season off with what he's been doing fine. I get it. New season woes. He's getting his feet wet. He's in Tampa, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I can chalk that up. However, this is the stuff that we were seeing in the bubble. Lack of confidence inability to make those big buckets and just his overall quality of play was not meeting the expectations of what we have for him. And Jacob, that's what I want to bring up. And I saw this on Twitter and don't get me wrong when Raptors Twitter, like slander Siakam, like they are ruthless. Um, I, 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 okay. Before we say anything else about him, like he's a nice guy. He, he's not a, like we want to like first and foremost recognize, like, I don't mean to like, to give him the gears like this, like it's just it's just really disappointing to see him this play in this way because we know he's played better in the past. He's a really nice guy. He's worked really hard for like everything he's gotten. No, great but story. He's just he letting us down. Story. He's just letting us down right now, to be quite honest with you. No, he has a great story. Um, and I don't want to take away from that. Um, yeah. but we are gonna call it as it is, and yeah. he's not playing good basketball. And Jacob, do we have two um high of expectations for Siakam like we kind of just made him into this number one option right is he even a number one option player like is that like is what we're seeing what he can offer or is he playing bad or is this just him now or did he peak too early or like there are these are all the questions that we're having and I get it Simon Jacob you're only five guys uh, five games into the season yes we understand that, but this is what we saw in the bubble. So I'll say, I say something. I agree with you. So um, I don't believe he's a true primary scoring option on a competitive NBA playoff team. However, I think when he won his most improved award, when Kawhi was the number one scorer on the team, that allows Siakam's style to be more effective. Like he's 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 not an ISO ball player, but he loves his one-on-one matchups. He loves to be high in the post to do, you know, the spin move. We we all seen it. And it was pretty effective for the most part. Like he averaged 24 points a game pretty well last year, right? I think when people start reading the book on him and start saying, okay, our number one defensive guy is going to be on him now. We're going to be helping more focused on Siakam instead of like 
having like the focus be more on Kawhi, like where Siakam kind of open up, maybe take on a lesser defender. Like now it's Siakam has so much focus of the team. He's not capable like yet in his career, I think to really like shrug off whoever's defending him to go down, put his head down, get that bucket. Like in the way we see someone like LeBron, Kevin Durant, Kawhi do those kind of things. And while those are the most elite players in the league, we thought like Pascal was a, an all-star starter last year. We thought last year we thought, Hey, this could be a start of like an elite career for Pascal. He just won most improved. He's an all-star starter. He's averaging like 24 points a game. The Raptors are the second seed. This could be a promising future. And then we saw him get into the playoffs and it's almost like he forgot like that he was a capable player before. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's him like being in his own head. I don't know if that's him reaching his full potential already, or I don't know if that's just other teams reading the book on him really well. And that, in a way he hasn't been used to before. It was and, almost like a different player. Like, you know, you look at the highlight reel of Siakam this year versus last year. And when I say last year, I mean, 2019, it's weird. I know yeah. guys, but no, no, you know no. what I mean, right? Like, like when he got to the bubble, it was not the Siakam that we saw. And something that I think is interesting, Jacob, is, you know, his response to the criticism. And there were a lot. There was a lot. And his response was, you know, trying to find fun in the game, you know, trying to make the game, you know, my style, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're not seeing that in the games that we've seen this thus We're far. We're not seeing that from other players either, though. Like, you watch... I believe the only one who's really putting their heart on the floor right now is like Mr. Raptor himself, Kyle Lowry. Um, and, and that's not to say, obviously that's not to say they're not, but from what we're watching as fans on the TV, like right now, it looks like Lowry's the only one who really gives a shit, right? Facts. And like, like he's what, 34? Soon to be 35? Like, yeah, yeah. that's ridiculous. Like if, like he should be taking a veteran role in this team now, um, it's just frustrating, but one thing I, I want to say too is that like our guys that got paid this year, so Fred, um, OG, like they've been like Fred's slowly been getting better as the games go on, but at the beginning of the season, it, it didn't seem like like it looked like they got paid, and now I'm just going to be content here, um, kind of just playing the game out. Like it's not like oh I got my money, like let's prove him like why I earned this money. It's it's more like oh I got my money, um, it's time to relax. And obviously that's not really what's going on with them, but it's just how it looks. And we're just going to speculate um, at this point because we don't know what's going on, but like, it just looks like most of the players on that team aren't concerned with winning the way they have been in the past. Norman Powell, man, like that's, he's had one good game, the game he started. And other than that, it's been like, I, I thought he was coming out of here, like looking for the six man of the year award. And it's looked like he's not even the six man on the Raptors anymore. It's looking like Stanley Johnson wants that award, right? Like, Nick Nurse, good, good for him. Trying to trying to move players around. Like that game, uh, Siakam sat. He had like man players we've never heard before playing in that game. We had uh, Watanabe playing. I don't know if you've heard of him, Simon. The other rookie, not Flynn, that you're a little upset about. But we saw the other rookie play. We saw more play from Alex Len, who's actually um, also fulfilled the role pretty well. So I think Nurse has got to keep playing around with these lineups because there's something there. And if guys that aren't performing or aren't putting in that same effort they've put in the past. And it's, maybe it's time to let some other guys try it out. Right. So Jacob, we're not panicking right now. No, right? we're not panicking. It's early in the season. They're in Tampa. They're trying to figure it out. 
new faces on the team, whatever. Mm -hmm. But the question must be posed. When do you start worrying? Like right now, right now, this is a playoff team. We, we expect that the Raptors, maybe not a high playoff team, but in the playoffs, right? At this moment, right? Like we think they're going to make the playoffs. That's our expectation right now. When yeah, no. do we start worrying? Like when does that panic start setting in? Like I don't want to be, you know, we're trying not to be just regular fans losing it after a couple bad games and a shitty start to the season. But at the same time, it's atrocious. Like it is. Like I don't know what to say. I'm not trying to um, sugarcoat that. Like it was not good basketball. And you're looking at, you know, really, really dominant teams in the league right now. We're nowhere near that. Like at all. Zero. We have no business being anywhere close to um, some of the, the compete, like the, like, you know, the competitive levels of some of those like really, really, um, you know, prominent basketball teams. So I guess my question to you, Jacob, is when do we start worrying about this season? That's a good question. And it, we haven't been in a spot like this in quite a while because we've had some good starts in the past couple of years and we've been expected to have good starts. And so now that we're expecting to have another good start, we don't really know how to react quite yet because like I'm sure lots of people are like us right now and saying this is hard to watch. Um, but in reality, four, five games, right? Um, 72 game season. So I don't think we have to start panicking until you see a trend through the first month of play. So first month of play is going to be about 12 to 15 games, right? Maybe you see double digit losses with less than five wins. You start saying, man, like this really isn't like a, a bad start to the season. We're like really sliding here. Like we're not getting any better. We're underperforming stills. Maybe this is actually just the Us. team's performance at this, this point, right? This is, maybe this is just it. So I think I think after the first month, and everyone after the first month, you can kind of say too, like, okay, like, sure, new guys have have kind of fitted in, but when you've had to play that many games, you've had that many practices together, like you can kind of start saying, well, I recognize this guy's playing style, so I'm gonna try and adapt mine or or complement his a little better. And I, like a professional athlete should be doing that probably pretty quickly, but give them like a month to do that. I think you should really show like Aaron Bain should know how to play better with Kyle Lowry at this point. Like, um, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So I think after the first month, not only will we see like actually their actual potential, uh, but you also see like how the players really care about this team. So give it a month. What do you think? Do you think a month is fair? Do you think we got to give them a little more, a little less? As I just, or as I mentioned, you know, previously, like, the stuff that I'm seeing uh, come to fruition is stuff that there was concern about in the off season, right? Yeah, no, hundred percent. ability to uh, rely on the bench when needed. Um, you know, Powell, what is he gonna bring? You don't really know what version of Norman Powell is gonna show up to the game. Um, you know, a center, right? Like we're missing. Gasol and Ibaka right now. Like, I don't know, yeah. like, we're missing watching, those players. Watching this league, like, just watching highlights, watching games that I've been able to catch, every team looks like they're getting better, right? Like, other than, like, maybe the Lakers, Clippers, like, they're just phenomenal already, right? But, like, 
You look at the Brooklyn Nets, they're better. You look at like even younger teams. Like I was watching, who was I watching? The Sacramento Kings play. They look good. I was watching the Grizzlies play. They look good. I was watching New Orleans play against the Raptors and they look, they look good. They look like they want it. There's a lot of teams that are trying to be more competitive this year than they have been in the past. And they're progressing not only as players on that team, but teams are making moves to, you know, acquire more talent, build around some players they already have. I just, I just didn't see the Raptors do any of that. If anything, if anything, they stayed exactly the same and relied on a couple players to get better. And we haven't seen those players get better. So the team really hasn't gotten better. Like we need to recognize that last year, this team was the second seed in the yeah. NBA playoffs. They were the second team overall. Sorry, third seed overall. So I think it was the Bucks, Lakers, Raptors. So we had a better record than the Clippers. We had a better record than the Heat, the Celtics. Like, and now we have one win in the first five games of the season. And not good games. Like these are bad losses. Like we, we look bad. Because we're winning in the third quarter and then they just forget how to play. And I don't know. Is it the NN hat? Is it the NN hat? Does I don't think. You know what? I think Malachi Flynn must have pissed in Nick Nurse's cereal one morning or like just went over and smashed his guitar right in his face. Why can't he be put in? I don't understand. Like he played garbage time when they were winning up against the uh, the Knicks. Put Matt Thomas in the game. He played He played a lot of minutes in a couple of games they lost. So I don't know if Matt Thomas is the answer. Something needs He's, to change, Sherm. And you bench, you bench Siakam, right? That's and that was, one. So that maybe, was a move. maybe, you know. And just, he sits for a those couple. of you who don't know why he, why he was benched, it was Internal because, discipline. Yeah. So it wasn't like they just decided to not play him. Like he just didn't dress that game. Coaches said, hey. Uh, you walked out on the team the other game. That can't happen. Uh, you're not playing this game. So understandable, right? Like that's good to set it. At least they're still trying to instill that culture. You know what I mean? I have full confidence in Masai. However, you know, I'm starting to, I'm starting to feel a little bit that he may be departing from our organization, right? Like his contract's up this season. I understand that. Every time he's been asked about his contract, oh, yeah, I'll get done, or I'm not focusing on it, or I'm focusing on the bubble, or now I'm focusing on Tampa, or what have you, what have you. You know, yeah, if, it says, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's hate, but like, I don't really know what MLSC are like is doing, right? Like, it's not a money issue. Like, Masai, fill, it, fill out the check and we'll sign it, right? Like, I, it's, like they have the money. It's not like a, a dollar amount issue. It's like something he's else making, has to be holding. Realistically, he's making $5 million a year right now on his current contract. What do you say he deserves? Whatever he wants. Like, yeah, obviously I would say give him 10. hundred percent. Yeah. But like he hasn't. And if it's not a money issue, then it has to be a personal thing. Right. And again, we're speculating it's what are it's what we do um but like you know must like even bobby hasn't signed his contract yet like we got an n locked up so we'll see more hats and such over the next couple of years um but no no word and that worries me jacob like that 
doesn't give me confidence in the longevity of this basketball team. And, you know, Kyle Lowry's gone after this year. And we've got Siak better locked up for term. We're not realistically, Simon, if we're not going to be competitive this year, you got to lock Lowry up until he, re- until he retires. I actually have the complete opposite opinion of you, and we sell. No, I think if the Raptors are no longer, like they're going to start rebuilding after this year, you keep Lowry not only to A, respect the career he had with us, B, give him that time to mentor some of the kids that are growing up. Say Malachi Flynn's going to be our next door. Like, let Lowry be the guy to kind of show these kids the ropes of the NBA to walk them through and just spend his last couple of years not having to kill himself on the floor for, for 38 minutes a game to Ridiculous. get us a win. So against I, I the think Nets. you got to... Like we grinded out against the Knicks, Jacob. We did end up winning by like 20, but most but of the game You know was what I mean though. Yeah. Like the, it wasn't like a blowout game by any, any respect. And yes, to all those listening, we are pretending this is the end of the world. We know. Yeah. But... You know, the writing, our job, our the writing is, is exactly that's what we do on six pod. Okay. We have our sources. All right. And there's rumblings of some issues internally, Jacob. Hey, Hey, if we can whip a little deal, Pascal Siakam, Norman Powell, give him maybe a second round peg, 2023, James Harden, save our season. I know a lot of you probably don't like him. All 10 of you that listen to this. <laughs> but he's so good. And honestly, James Harden and your team over Pascal Siakam would be a night and day difference, Simon. Anyone can say anything they want about what he does in his personal time. I'll say it again and again. He's going to come on the floor and he's going to lead your team to the playoffs easily. Easily, Simon. And I want to see Siakam work out first, but unfortunately... Um, he hasn't proven to us that he will. So, does it maybe, annoy you maybe? that um, Kyle Kuzma has a ring before Harden? Uh, I think it should annoy most basketball fans that Kyle Kuzma just has a ring over players like Chris Paul or James Harden or Russell Westbrook or Carmelo Anthony. Like, man, I don't know if you saw this, but there was like a petition. I think it was like, made by Lakers fan even to not have Kuzma have a ring, even if the Lakers win. Um, I signed it. I'm going to be honest with you. 100%. I signed it too. It <laughs> showed up on my Twitter feed, 100%. It's like a petition.org uh, thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess just like closing, you know, it, we're just Three takeaways from this, Simon. Pascal's got to be better. Has to be. No way around it. Not even better. Much better. Right. <laughs> Well, with his contract and term, like he has to be better, right? Yep. Like there's yep. no, if this was like an entry level deal and his, we weren't paying that much money for him, fine. He gets off, right? But if we're like pay, giving him that much money, you better not be fouling out two games in a row. And then walking out on your team. That's ridiculous. Um, number two. Team's got to show a little more effort all around. It just like I'm sure they are trying. They're like I'm sure they're trying. It just There's doesn't more, look though. There's like another this gear. team. Yes. There's another. It just gear. doesn't look like the team we've we've been in the past. Hundred percent. No, there's another gear. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be watching that. We'll be reporting that weekly. So 
we might change our tune next week. You never know. Yeah. We might say, we may hey, be the saying that the really Raptors good. are winning the championship next year. Like, you know, Honestly, yeah. it probably will. They get, they went two in a row. I'm going to be totally changing my tune and say, Hey, yeah. Siakam, I believed MVP. in this team the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Siakam, he was just, tr- he was struggling in the beginning. <laughs> He'll figure it out. He, fi- he figured it out. out. We said he that the out. entire time. Siakam will have one 30 point game. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Jacob. Um, Simon, little uh, leaf talk here. You, uh, you're pretty excited about the uh, media availability there was yeah, today. Yeah, so the day has come, and Leafs training camp has officially started today. Um, all 40 players who were invited to the camp passed their medicals, which is a great sign. So, uh, no COVID, uh, no injuries, uh, no nothing, which is a really good sign. And a good thing, especially with some of the announcements that have been happening around the league. Like the Chicago Blackhawks have just been absolutely decimated with injuries. Like Taze is out now long-term. Doc is out long-term. Kucherov is not starting the season. Uh, Eichel is day-to-day. Is he Kucherov? mm -hmm. Is he a Blackhawk? No, I said no, no. But like, I'm not just talking about uh, Chicago. Like, no, he's in uh, Tampa. Like, all like there's a lot of like good good players who are out right now so all players uh, for the Leafs are healthy good and uh, on ice festivities start tomorrow but we did hear from a lot of uh, key roles uh, from today's media availability and um, our NHL media pass is currently pending for six pod so until then I could only watch the um replays but jacob there's a couple of things that i found interesting okay and you know i'm looking at the roster and you know there's 40 names and jacob take a guess on the two names that i was extremely happy not to see curtis cc tyson barry you got it that was just that made my day not having to read their names anymore. And I just want to start off, Jacob, with the proposed lines that Keith provided the media. All right. I just want to preface, no one asked for these. Like right at the end of his media availability, he went and offered these up. He literally said, hey, uh, I just want to provide, you know, where, where my thought process is for the lines and just started reading these off. I think he, I think he's on Leafs Twitter, bro. That's what I was doing before. Trying to find his burner account. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. You think he takes advice from you? I don't know if he takes advice from me, but I definitely think he's reading what uh, we're saying, but yeah, no, let's go with that. Actually, Jacob, I like it. I am now (laughs) um, an advisor. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I'm just going to read them off first. And then we're just going to break them down a little bit and just talk about some things that we like, things that we don't like. Um, So yeah, it is Thornton, Matthews, Marner. VC, Tavares, Nylander. Mikheyev, Kerfoot, Hyman. Simmons, Spezza, Barabanov. Spezza, just anchoring down that fourth line. Man, Hyman, quick note here. From a uh, kid who grew up in Ottawa. Jason Spezza, Zdeno Chara, you know, the two idols when I was growing up in, in Ottawa. And 
it's cool to see they're still playing, still competing out there because they're getting pretty old. Speaking of Zidane Chara, he's a capital now, bro. Brutal at the like that's brutal that the Bruins didn't let him retire with them, eh? That is didn't so weird to me. Like just it's seeing him in a, in a Capitals a uniform, man. Like that's gonna be weird. I I can see him actually really helping out the Capitals this year. So so can I for sure. Especially think like I think the Capitals are nearing their um they're exiting the window. Their, their window. But we can talk about that after. Jacob. Joe Thornton, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner. Wow. I love it. I think it could work. It's weird. I think it's like that time they put Matthews and Marner with uh what's the other old guy we had? <sighs> Marlowe. Remember oh, when he yeah. played with them for a bit? So yeah, another another hopefully this works out a little better. So um I just want to recognize that these are the best line mates Joe Thornton has ever played with in his entire career. That's a that's a take. Do you want to go through his let's go through them real quick, Simon? 100 percent Okay, uh Joe Thornton. Um teams. He's played for San Jose. He's played for the Sens. He's played for the Canadians. He's played for the Bruins. And he's played... No, he hasn't played for the Canadians. I don't know I'm reading this. Give me a second. Sorry, guys. A little live, uh, live research. Oh, Jacob wants to call me out. He's going to do the, do the research. Yeah. He's stat check. He's from London, eh? Did you know that? I did. His uh, his family's are, uh, around here. Like I think that was one of the main reasons, or one of the reasons rather, he decided to sign with Toronto so he could be closer to closer to his parents. Wait, he only ever played for two teams. Yes, San Jose and Boston. That's unfortunate that I thought he played for more. Um, let's get a quick total though on his career numbers. Crazy, impressive, very impressive. Fifteen hundred. Career points, Simon. Looking forward to that. My um, point stands, Jacob. Matthews and Marner is the best line mates he's ever had. Has he not played with like Prime Marlowe and like Joe Pavelski on the same line? Was that not a thing? Y- yes. But is that Prime, not but Prime Marlowe and Prime Pavelski I believe are worse than Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. Would you not agree? Did they not win a cup? Nope. Shark, like that's Thornton does not have a Stanley Cup. Man, I I suck at hockey. Um, I'll just shut up. Anyways, my point being is it's weird. It's gonna be an interesting makeup. But I don't know if I like Marner and Matthews together. Jacob, I actually prefer uh, John Tavares and Marner better. Like on paper, Matthews and Marner should be like electric, right? Dynamic, great passer, great shooter. Should be a great combo. However, it just doesn't really um, come into fruition from, from my perspective, at least. I could be wrong. I prefer Matthews and Nylander 
But hey, I think starting the season off with Thornton, Matthews, and Marner is hilarious. I don't care if it doesn't work. Like, I just want to watch it. I think, like, I kind of get what you're saying. I I can see Tavares and Marner because I feel like Tavares is a little better on both ends of the puck, like defensive, offensive, whereas Marner is probably a little more offense heavy. And on the other side, look at that. Matthews isn't isn't great on both sides of the puck yet um, to support someone like Marner um, as an offensive player. So, um, yeah, no, I, I see where you're coming from. Hopefully, um, hopefully Thornton kind of whips them both into shape, though. I think, I think off the ice is the most valuable thing that Thornton is going to be bringing to this. And don't even like get me started about that, Jacob. I saw your face. Yes, the intangibles. However, I don't want to start with this. It all comes down to the role this player plays. Okay. So you're saying? Stop. You're wrong. I'm not wrong. You're just saying what I You're said. Wrong. You're wrong. Um, a couple other uh, quotes that I want to just bring forward here, Jacob. Mitch Marner says that he wants to become a goal scorer this season, which is interesting. Like that is a that's a bold Dude, that's, statement. That's such a dumb quote. What do you mean? What do you mean that's interesting? It's like that's like a kid saying, "I want a cookie today." Yeah, your NHL forward. What are you gonna? What does that mean? Explain that to me. Marner primarily has been pass first guy. He's been a pass first player. Always. He never shoots the puck. Ever. But again, Jacob, this is coming from the person who believes Pavelski, Marlowe, and Thornton want to stand the cup. So that's good. That's good. Let's run with that. Um, Yes. Uh, a quote from Keefe, just to finish off this little rundown of the media availability for today, is competitiveness, physicality, and structure, and the ability to make it more difficult to our net, or to get to our net. And that was just a response to the saying, like, what do you want to change this upcoming season? And did you know Mitch Marner had 94 points in 2019? Bro, he's a good hockey player. He just had an awful year last year. But like, okay, not even an awful year, right? Like, it, it, 60, it, 67 points. It was bad for his standard, especially since he was just coming off that contract. Like, he got eaten alive from it. But, anyways, I did know his point total, Jacob. Yes. Um, it's interesting to hear physicality and com- like competitiveness from the like Keith. Right, like especially with like a Dubis built team, like those two adjectives have not ever been used. I mean, competitive competitiveness, yes, but like physicality, that's one of the like last identities the Leafs wanted to or could have in previous seasons, right? And you know, when I listened or when I heard it uh, when he was talking, I kind of got like taken aback because I was like, oh, that's weird. But when you think about it, like you know, Thornton, Simmons, Bogosian. You know, Mikheyev, those are big players now. We are not just like this, like fast, agile, possessive game anymore. We can still be that team, but like now we have guys that can like clog up the neutral zone, make players pay for hits, right? Like, you know, you look at like a Mikheyev, Kerfoot, Hyman line, like that's a forward checking line, bro. Right. And, you know, you then you roll. Joe Thornton, Matthews, and Marner. Like, what? 
Um, but yeah, no, uh, just to wrap up my little spiel before I uh, open it up to you, Jacob, on kind of where you, what you think about this, uh, the makeup of the Leafs team. Did they get better? Did they get worse? I'm excited, right? Like a 56 game season. That's a good number of games. Hockey's back. Leafs should get better. And, you know, my timeline had hockey on it and it was cool. And just seeing all of the other teams as fans who we live rent free in their head were mad. And it was great. It was felt a little normal. So I guess my question to you, Jacob, is do you think we got better? And do you think this is a team that can go deep in the playoffs? Without just like let's let's just talking about it on paper. Of course, we haven't seen, you know, how the players look, et cetera, et cetera. But like do you like the makeup of this team? Yeah. No, I do, 100%. I think they make good moves. I actually do think, like, putting Thornton on a line with two young guys like Austin Matthews and and um, Mitch Marner is, is actually a really good idea. Um, he's someone who knows what it's like. It's like to be a, a two-way center. Yeah, he's been a pretty good assist, man, his whole career. So if he's able to, to feed, like, Matthews and Marner with a – like half of what he's been in the past, we're still going to have a guy who who has like over a thousand career assists, right? So if he's able to just be a little bit of what he was um, a couple years ago, Matthews and Marner's production should be, uh, should be high as ever. So I think Matthews is scoring 60 goals in 56 games. Yeah, that's not happening, but I think he's going to score. I think he's going to score 30 for sure. Um, he should. And I, I honestly think Matthew's going to make a pretty big leap this year. I think he's going to solidify himself as a top five player in the league. Because um, there is some Matthews slander out there. There sure. is Matthews slander out there. And I don't. I honestly don't like it, Simon. I know you love him a little more than I do, but I think he's a really good player. Um, maybe he's, he's just not McDavid. Not... He, maybe he's not McDavid. No. Maybe he's not McKinnon. But is he better than Crosby at this point? It's the debate that we that is being had, right? Like, I think if he develops what you said, takes that leap and, you know, really becomes a true 200 foot player, I think for sure that, you know, that conversation can be had. And I'll say it again. He was the only player that showed up last year in the bubble. Atrocious, right? That's what a leader does. They show up when no one else does. That's what I'm saying. And so I need to see, like, I, I, I think this team can go far in the playoffs. Like I think we have, Yeah, but you're. I'm I'm biased. I'm biased. But I think Marner's gonna come out with his hair on fire. I do. Like I like he like he had a bad season last year. He knew it. What um, if that's real Marner? Like it's real Siakam. Then, bro, the slander on Marner's name is gonna be ridiculous. Like take in when Siakam signed that contract. Like he was coming off a stunning season. Like. If correct me if I'm wrong, did he sign it after the championship? Yeah, he signed his extension after the championship. Cool. All right. Now, Marner signed his extension after doing like we have. He hasn't done anything yet. This team hasn't done anything yet. Isn't it? Wasn't it after his 94 point season? Yes. So that's like, something. It's something. He's a good hockey player. But if he has like another season of like last year, man. Like every Leaf fan over the age of like forty is gonna lose it. They're stop paying taxes. That's it. I think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, 
no, but in all honesty, they do look really good, and I'm excited to watch them too. I'm trying to um, find out if their uh, practices are being streamed or not. I'm gonna look. Yeah, that. just well, just get our media pass and Jacob. Be it there. still says under review. Okay. So, do you know the credentials like you need to get in there? Like, is there yeah, a chance? No, there's absolutely no chance we get, okay. we get approved. Like, there's absolutely zero chance. Um, I had to like make up a business address. Like, I think I just put hey. my. I think I just put my address. That's fine. They were like, um, they're like upload a photo of you from um just like a standard journalism headshot. I was like, I have no idea what that is, but here's Did a selfie. Did you upload one? <laughs> Did you upload one from uh, Simon at the Swim Academy? No, yeah, that's what I did. I did from the uh, from the professional email. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, oh, Jacob, let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the fantasy real quick. Yeah, meantime, we'll just break down our teams real quick. And if you've listened this far, you can last another couple minutes. Um, I'll break down my team, and it's time to break down his team. And if you're able to tell either of us, tell us who you think has a better team. All right, my team. I have so the way we kind of broke it down is there's two centers, uh, two left wings, two right wings, four defensemen, two goalies, and then four bench players. Okay. Um, so my two centers are Elias Pettersson and Gabriel Landeskog. And then my left wingers are Philip Forsberg and Chris Kreider. My right wingers are Patrick Kane and um, Elias Lindholm. And then my defensemen are Seth Jones, Eric Carlson, Thomas Shabbat, and Jake Muzzin. I think I got a pretty good defensive lineup, to be quite honest with you. That's awful. Okay. And then my bench players are Lafreniere, um, Tyler Myers, uh, Brock Nelson, and Sam Reinhart. And my goalies are Ilya Samsonov, who is – I have no idea who that is, to be honest with you, and Braden Holpe. So if you guys caught all that, let me know what you think. Um I've already had people say Simon's team is terrible. So let's hear it again. My two centers are Kuznetsov and Monaghan. Uh, I mean, I'm better than uh, those guys. What were your your two centers? I have Landis Cog and Pedersen. Okay, yeah. 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 My, My left wings are Patrick Line and Taylor Hall. Okay, you have me there. I'll give you okay, that. Taylor Hall is going to light it up this season. That's the whole reason why he's in Buffalo. He literally, Buffalo for I think, the playoffs. Was, Buffalo for the playoffs. Shut up. He, okay. Buffalo's not making the playoffs. Buffalo for the playoffs. Right here. My right wings, Mitchell Marner, Cam Atkinson. I don't think it's full name like that. That's weird. <laughs> um, my defenseman, Chris Letang, Tori Krug, Dalene, uh, Rasmus Dalene, and Jacob Salvin or Slavin, sorry. Okay. My bench players, Anders Lee, TJ Oshi, Anthony Sorelli, Tyler Toffoli. Okay. Goaltenders, Carter Hart, Malcolm Subban. That's why. Yeah, actually, you actually picked uh, Hart right before I did. I was put to. I had him queued up, and you took you know, him from me. Um, Patty's team. Shout out Patty's team. I think he was the. She was. Ri- so that's not your mom, right? No, that's not my mom. It's uh, 
I know that's confusing. That's my roommate. So shout out Patrick if you're listening to this. But yeah, every time he's in a draft with me, everyone's like, dude, is that your mom? I'm like, no, man. Why would I invite my mom? But anyways, is he basketball? What order did he pick? Was he first or second or third? No, Josiah. Um, we had uh, we had Bosch going first overall, but he picked he picked Matthews. So if you want to make a trade for him, I'm sure you will. See, the thing is, like, he picked the good players. Like, he, he has a good lineup. However, I picked players who are in going to be in the position to succeed. Do you and have so, uh, any sources you use uh, for your drafting? I had four. Yeah, I did some research. Hundred percent. I had bro. I, every move was calculated. Except Malcolm Subban, I did not want him. Um, he was my last. He was my last pick. But um, no, it'll be. Well, it's good, and I think this will incentivize you to watch. Games yeah, hundred percent. No, I'll be more invested this year, especially if we have some money on it. So, thanks for listening, six everyone. Pod sponsored six pod. six pod sponsored league. Pod. If you want six pod to sponsor your league, let us know. All I have to do is title your league that. So. Let me know if you want a six spot sponsored in. And tell your friends about the show, please. Appreciate uh, it. All right, guys. That is it for us. Thanks for listening. Uh, for all those who are who are still. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much.